Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 75 of Confessions of an Actress. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson, and I got my vaccine shot, you guys. Shot one, Pfizer. I got my shot. And I'm going to talk about it this episode, and I'm going to talk about how it felt and all of the things behind that. So welcome to Confessions of an Actress, you guys. I promise you, first of all, I know that there's been a lot of episodes with just me. And write in, let me know, do you guys like episodes with just me more so or less so than episodes with a guest? I do have guests coming up, you guys. I have some phenomenal guests from Broadway from, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to divulge who I have yet, but I have some great, awesome guests coming up. Um, Broadway stars, if you will, Broadway legends, really. But right now I want to talk about something that is going to, it, it feels like it's bringing us closer to Broadway opening up again and theater all over the country and the world. It's the vaccines, you guys getting vaccinated. This is such a, a, a huge topic. And it's also a topic that is controversial and political, which I really hate. And if you guys go back to when this pandemic first started and listen to any of my episodes where I get really volatile about the political um, climate that we have had in this country, if you notice, I haven't been talking at all about politics. And the reason being is that it doesn't feel so polarizing to me anymore. It doesn't feel so toxic So when things are not toxic anymore in your life, you don't focus on getting them out so much. And the truth is it's still toxic, let's be honest. There's so much residual stuff that's going on in the world. And I want to address that as well. The hate and the uh, bigotry and racism that's happening in our country, not only for the Asian American community, but all people of color and ethnicity is sickening and will not be tolerated. So know that if you are listening to this and you are somebody who is a bigot, maybe you don't know you are, but you are somebody who, um, you know, thinks that that something and, and the, the rhetoric that, that Trump has said about, I won't even repeat it because it's not worth repeating, that he has said about where the coronavirus came from and the nickname that he gave it. If you think that's okay, you might as well just shut off this podcast right now because I don't even want you listening. I don't want your support unless for some reason there is one little bit of openness in your mind and your heart and you are open to listening about empathy and equality and the right thing and how you would want to be treated. And if you are an actual Christian, the Bible speaks about treat others as you want to be treated, right? I am a a recovering Catholic. If we're going to bring up religion now, (laughs) might as well. Um, It's all kind of swirled into the vaccine and the coronavirus. I don't know why all of this has come up, but politics, religion, when it's a healthcare crisis, I don't know why all of those things have been brought up, but I am a recovering Catholic and I am not a Catholic because of the fact that the Vatican hid. Um, There's so many things that I am not a Catholic for, but basically um, the line in the sand was that they were, you know, molesting children 
and hiding it for decades. So that right there, I'm like, I'm not going to be a part of any church that can even think to do something like that. So bye-bye. And I have no problem saying that. And um, my, my morality needs to match my religion and my politics. I've said that many times. And so to me, in, in getting to alignment with the vaccine, my morality is in line with going and getting a shot that's going to help myself and the community. It's going to help us move forward. So it's all connected. And how you feel about people and how you feel about the health of people and how you feel about demonizing certain races because you think somebody, you know, someone else who is an extremely toxic person that ran our country um, into the ground as our last president, that rhetoric um, is now killing people. So this is a loaded episode, you guys. Um, Welcome. (laughs) I'm glad that you're here. And for those of you who, you know, may be on the other side of the spectrum in terms of your political views, your religious views, you know, I, I always say this, there is, there is a way to good, there is a way to, and you may think that you're doing good. And that's, that's something that, you know, I am a teachable person. I'm a coachable person. I'm somebody who listens. And I think that the people who um, blindly follow somebody and not tap into what's right in the world and what's morally right in the world, um, those are the dangerous people. And and the truth is, is that now white supremacy is the biggest threat to our country. And that's really um, sickening. As a white woman, that's sickening. And I don't have, I have, I have extreme white privilege. And I know that because, you know, the day that the the salons in Georgia were shot, were shot up and all those women. And I believe, um, another, a couple other people who are not women, but, uh, those, all those people were shot that were murdered in a terrorist act. Um, I was not even aware of it. I didn't know about it. I haven't been watching the news cause I don't like to be inundated with what's going on because it makes me, it makes me feel bad. And I said to many of my Asian friends, I don't know what to do. And all they have said is, is holding space and, and using my voice against it is what I can do. So that's what I'm doing. That's how I'm starting this episode because this episode to me is very important for myself and my personal history, doing the right thing, but it's also so heated, so heated politically and racially you know going and getting my vaccine was extremely empowering to me the fact that I'm able to get it and I'll tell you why my husband and I both actually got it we are teachers here in Montana and we are also I'm also a licensed massage therapist in the state of Montana so I have that license he has you know, uh, experience with, with teaching over the past six to eight weeks. So we got our first shot and I went to a facility in Kalispell, which is a town that's outside of Whitefish. And the nurses there were extremely helpful and lovely and thanked me 
for doing my part. And I got to tell you guys, those are the frontline workers. Those are the people who see every day what this virus has done. Not as much here in Montana because there's just not as many people. But I don't know if you guys have seen this and please tell me that you have, have been aware of this. But the nurses and the doctors who have been going and helping everybody in whatever city they're in 24-7, just ask them. Ask them how they are. Look at those creases in their faces from the masks that they wear all day long, their entire shift for a year. And you tell them that you don't think that you should get a vaccine. You tell them that you don't believe the coronavirus is real. These are for the people who may be listening, who don't believe it's real, who don't believe that they should get vaccinated, who don't believe in doing the right thing. Now, I say it's the right thing, but I understand on your side, you may think that it's not. And I always say, get educated on what it is. Get educated on how it helps, how it helps you and how it helps the community get past this. I just dropped my kids off at school and they said, mommy, how are you feeling? Because, and I'll talk a little bit about how I felt after I got my vaccine my arm has been sore at the injection site and all of that. And so my kids, my kids who are just so lovely, such lovely spirits at five and eight years old said, I'm so excited that I'm I'm getting emotional. You guys, they, sorry, I didn't expect. Sometimes you don't expect it. Um, they said, mommy, does that mean that we're we're almost done with the coronavirus. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, you know, sweetie, I think we're getting closer and closer every day. And they have been so wonderful about wearing their masks at school. Sorry. Um, and they have been just... I've been teaching kids for six weeks here in Montana and we've been dancing. If you guys go to my, my Instagram, you can see us dancing our final combination for the Broadway dance class that I taught. And all of these kids are wearing masks all class and never complaining. These kids are amazing and I'm going to pull it together. I swear. I'm sorry. Um, Emotions are a part of this, you guys. It's We have a lot of PTSD that we're dealing with. And going and getting my shot, finally feeling like I have a chance. And I know that I'm not, you know, this doesn't mean that I can just walk around without a mask on. This doesn't mean that I can go, you know, into a restaurant and just have a free-for-all and not still protect myself and others. It doesn't mean that I can't carry the virus and be asymptomatic. I've read a lot about what the vaccine actually means, and I've read a lot about what I can now do. What it is, is it's a step closer to herd immunity and to helping where you live, your community, your pod of people. Um, It helps to build antibodies in your body. And I've only had the first shot. But um, yeah, I'm emotional about it, clearly. And, uh, a lot of these episodes I do, I just kind of, I don't even have a sheet of paper in front of me. You guys, I just spout off what's happening to me. Cause that's my confession, right? That's what this podcast is about. 
And as a, an actress, as a live theater actress and have been for over 20 years, I'm already in a place of, you know, last week was the year anniversary of Broadway shutting down and I'm already just so emotional about that. And the fact that we now can get these vaccines makes me makes me visualize getting back on stage and it's going to be palpable the emotions and the amazing joy is going to be palpable and I'm I'm just ready for it I know everybody who and I'm not even in a Broadway show you guys I'm just wanting to just do regular theater you know I just want to get up and do regular theater again and that's just a concert would be incredible to me so I'm sitting here in my car. I apologize if you hear noise going on outside. It's, um, I just, I I wanted to pull over and do this episode and do it raw and do it in my car with, um, you know, not my, not all of my equipment because I just did. That's just the way this is. That's this podcast. And I, and I love that I have a, a way to express myself in this way, but I'm sending you guys love. I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, about how the vaccine affected me because I, I know some of you guys may be scared to go get your vaccine and I get it. I totally get it. It feels rushed, right? It feels like this was something that was that was rushed by the former administration. And I'm thankful that they that they 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 did that, even though the motivation was ego Um, because we're not stupid. We all know the person who was running this country before, and it wasn't about you guys. It was about him. So let's be honest. He wanted to be the hero and wanted to be looked at as somebody who, you know, made it all happen. But I got to tell you, there's so many things that are wrong with, um, with the way that the coronavirus has been handled from the beginning. I don't even need to go into it, go back into my podcast and listen to it, or just read the facts in the news. Um, but the way that the vaccine has been rolled out and the, the safety precautions, you know, the, the FDA is a pretty, uh, goes through a pretty rigorous testing process. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that they, you know, that they really did their due diligence and um, work to get this done as fast as they did, especially for the frontline workers, especially for the teachers, especially for so many people who, um, who needed this, who were in the face of it every day, excuse me, and I'm still dealing with uh, my emotions. So I got my vaccine uh, on Wednesday, and it's now Friday. And I got it that morning. And, um, you know, even just going and filling out the paperwork and, you know, it was St. Patrick's Day. So if you guys go to my Instagram, you can see a picture of me with this incredible nurse who had, she just was so festive and dressed up from top to bottom like a leprechaun. And I love it. I love that joy in the, in the act of doing something that, you know, is so full of emotion, like getting a vaccine. So I went there, my husband drove me and we went together and I, um, just sat there, filled out some paperwork. And, you know, I live in a state where there's not a lot of people. So there wasn't a lot of people there, which was lucky. I did not have to sit and, th- and, and maybe overthink things or get scared or anything. I don't like shots. I don't know anyone that does, but I don't like shots. So I um, was preparing for it to, to hurt. I don't know why I thought the needle would be bigger. I thought for some reason it was like, because it's such a monumental shot to get, I think 
emotionally, physically, what's been going on in the world. But I sat down with this this also sweet nurse who just asked me which arm I wanted to have the um, the shot in because they know that, that one of the side effects is extreme soreness of your arm. And being a massage therapist, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to go back to work. And, and I wasn't because of the soreness and my uh, decreased range of motion. I couldn't really move my arm for a couple days. Today's the first day that I've been really been able to not just move my arm, but just it, it has a lot of pain. So for those people who are um, thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to move my arm. No, if I worked a desk job, I would be fine. But massaging or dancing, no, I would not recommend it. Um, but I sat down and it felt like nothing, you guys. It felt not even like a bee sting. And, and then I felt after that a, a rush of coldness in my arm. It felt like I had, and my husband said, it felt like he had something in him. Like I was not really feeling that way, but it, was, it, it wasn't as, as emotional as my husband got with it um, in the moment. But I sat there, I was waiting for any kind of reaction, and I didn't really have one. So I was able to go after 15 minutes, and they observe you just to make sure you don't faint or you don't have any um, extreme reaction to it. And rarely do people do. This is kind of normal for anybody who has a vaccine. This is what I've been told. So I then, we drove home, and I started getting really tired. Um... But that's really it. I did not feel, my husband felt, uh, had a little bit of a different reaction. We've also had COVID in the past six months. So I know that that, that changes kind of how you are um, reacting to the virus or, or reacting to the, the vaccine. I have my next um, vaccine shot scheduled for April 7th. So that's not, it's, some people say it's a month after that you get your second shot. And I've heard that that one makes you, uh, feel like you have a cold, but you know, the CDC also had me fill out, um, uh, uh, like a, an online, just really brief survey. And it's more for their records. Like, you know, how did, how does everybody respond to getting their vaccine and things like that? And I filled it out and every day, so since I got my shot, I've had a text message that has said, time to fill out your daily, how you're feeling. And I just, you know, I'm like, I'm feeling mild, you know, mild to moderate soreness in my arm. And I'm feeling tired. Um, I'm feeling a little, I got chills a little bit, but it's really like, it's also winter. So, I mean, I could have gotten the chills from it just being cold. Um but yeah, that's it, guys. That's really it. I feel fine. And aside from being emotional, I'm fine, which emotions are not bad. They're awesome. And I love that I just finally released a little bit of emotion, having listened to my kids wanting to, you know, they want to go back to life, just like we all do. You guys, you know, kids are so resilient. And I'm watching my two kids just take all of this in stride. And I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of my, my husband and I and the way that we've been able to thrive here and the way that we've handled ourselves from the beginning of this coronavirus and this pandemic. I'm really, I'm really proud of the way that we have handled ourselves. And that's really, you know, the emotion comes from that and comes from we are, I feel like we're halfway through 
you know, we're not completely done. Um, but the more people that get vaccinated, and I know that the numbers are going up every day, the, the more that we can be on the other side of this and the more we can get, get back to a semi-normal way of life and hopefully in the next few years really feel like we're back to where we were pre-pandemic. And that being said, you guys, please do your research. Look into if you can get, if you're in one of the tiers in your state, if you can get a vaccine and go and don't be scared, do your research. And if you do, you know, get the vaccine and you have a reaction, there are people who can help you. Okay. There, it's not like, like that's something that, you know, I don't want people to be scared to get one because they're afraid of what the reaction is going to be, you know, getting coronavirus. You have, I feel like there's, there's more of a chance of there being a, you know, everybody gets it in a different way is what I, I'm, I'm learning. Um, and that to me is more scary than, um, the vaccine. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for going on this journey with me up and down and all around. And, you know, remember in your life, have vision for what you want. And that's not just as an actress, you guys, I say that quote at the end of every episode, because, um, you really want to have vision for what your life is, have vision for what you want in your life, and then be grateful. Start from gratitude. I have vision for what I want my life to be. And I am so grateful for the life I have right now in this moment. I'm so grateful for everybody who has made it possible for us to have vaccines and get vaccinated. My heart is is huge and open to all of those people. And I'm giving them the biggest hug I can because we all we all need that love more in our life. That's the energy we want to put out into the world because that's what we'll get back, right? So have vision for what you want and be grateful for where you are every single day. And thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs>